psychology. This is the how often people lie in the day. Deceptions and researchers investigate under the what circumstances we are liable to live, lose of work by Christian B. Miller, The Conversation, U.S. October 31, 2023. The following essay is reprinted with permission from The Conversation, an online publication covering the latest research. Prominent cases of the prop purporting lying continue to dominate the news cycle. Hundred Biden was charged with the lying on the government from while purchasing the hard gun. Republican Representative George Santos allegedly lied in many ways, including the donors through the third party in order to misuse the fund raised. The rapper upset admitted in lying on the Instagram about his wife, Cardi P, being unfaithful. There are these are the number of the variables that distinguish these cases. One is the audience that faceless government particular donors and the millions of the online followers, respectively. Another is the medium used to convey the allies lie on the bureaucratic form through the intermediaries and via social form. Difference like this lead Researchers like me to wonder what factors influence the telling of lies. Does the personal connection increase or decrease the likelihood of sticking to the truth? Are lies more prominent to the text or email than in the phone or in person? The emerging body of empirical research is trying to answer this question, and some of these findings are surprising. They hold the lesson too. For now, how to think about the, the areas of your life where you might be more prone to tell lies and also about where to be the most cautious on trusting what others are saying as the, as the recent director of the Honesty Project and the author Honesty, the philosophy, of, philosophy and psychology of negligent virtue. I am especially interested in whether most people tend to be honest or not. Figuring out of the frequency of lies. Most research on the lying asks participants of the self-reporting their lying behavior. Say, during the past day of the week, whether you can trust liars to tell the truth about lying is the end of the question. The classic study of lying frequency was conducted in psychologist Vela Di Paolo in the mid-1990s. It focused on the face-to-face -face interactions and used a group of the student participants and another group of volunteers from the community around the University of Virginia. The community members averaged one lie per day, while the student averaged the two lies per day. The result become the benchmark finding in the field of the honesty results and have lead to an assumption among the many researchers that lying is commonplace. But averages do not describe the individuals. It could be the each person in the group tell one or the two lies per day. But it is also possible that there are the some people who lie very courageously.
and the other who lie very rarely. In an influential 2010 study, the second scenario is indeed what Michigan State University communication researchers King Seronta and his colleagues found. Out of the 1,000 American participants, 59.9% claim not to have told a single lie in the past 24 hours. Of those who admitted they did lie, most said they had they told the very few lies. Participants reported 1,646 lies in the total, but half of them came from the 5.3% of the participants. These general patterns in the data has been replicated several times. Line tends to be the rare, except in case of the small group of the frequent liars. Does the medium make the difference? Might line become might lying become more frequent under the various conditions? What if you don't just consider face-to-face -face interaction? but introduce some distance by the communication via text, email, or the phone. Research, research suggests the medium doesn't matter much. For instance, the 2014 study by the Northwestern University. Communication researchers Madeline Smith and her colleagues found that when participants were asked to look at their 30 most recent text messages, 23 portions said there were the no deceptive tricks. For the rest of the group, the vast majority said that the 10% or the fewer of their texts contain lies. Recent research by the David Markowitz at the University of the Oregon successfully replicated the earlier finding that had compared the rate of the lying using the different technologies. Are lies more common on the text, the phone, or an email? Based on the survey data from the 205 participants, Marco Wies found that the, on the average, people told the 1.08 lies per day. But once again, with the distribution of the lies skewed by the some frequent liars, not only were the percentages fairly low, but the differences between the frequency and which lies were told via the different media were not large. Still, it might be surprised to find that, see, lying in the video chat is more common on the lying face-to-face, -face, with the lying on the email being least likely. A couple of the factors could be the playing in the role. Recordability seems to be relevant on the lies. Perhaps the knowing that the communications leave the record prices worries about the deception and make lying less appealing. Synchronicity seems to be the matter too. Many lies occur in the heat of the moment. So it makes sense that when they are they are, there is the delay in the communications, as with the email, lying would be decreased. Does the audience change the things? In addition to the medium, does the intended receiver of the potential lie make any differences? Initially, you might think that the people are more inclined to lie to the strangers than to the friend and the family. 
given the impartiality of the interactions in the one cases and the bond to care of the concern in the other. But matters are a bit more complicated. In her classical work, Di Paolo found that people tend to tend to tell what she called everyday lies, more often to the strangers than the family and the members. To use her example, these are the smaller lies like told that her muffins were the best ever. An exaggerated very sorry. How exaggerated how sorry I was to be led. For instance, Di Paolo and her colleague Devot Carsey reported that participants in one of their studies liked less than the ones per social interaction with their spouse and the children. However, when it came to the serious lies about the things like the affair and injuries, for instance, the pattern flipped. Now, 53% of the serious lies were to the close partners. In the study communi community participants and the proportion jumped to the 72.27 percent among the student volunteers perhaps not surprisingly in this situation people might value not damaging their relationship more than they value the truth the data also find participants tell more lies to the friend and the family's member than to the strangers investigating the truth about lies. It is worth emphasizing that this all initial finding for the replicating is needed. And the cross-cultural studying using the non-Western participants are scarce. Additionally, there are the many other variables that could be examined, such as the age, gender, regional, and political affiliation. When it comes to the honesty, so I find the reason in general promising. Lying seem to be happen rarely for the many people, even through the stranger or the, even the social media or the texting, where people needed to be especially disconcerning dis show is in the identifying and avoiding the small number of the rampant liars out there. If you are one of them yourself, maybe you never realize that you are actually in the small mind story. This article was originally published on the conversation. Read the original article.